0: I want to I I talk to you about something. Maybe you're surprised when I tell you my subject. But I want to talk about Jesus today. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Jesus is our example. I'm, I don't know why I'm still waiting for my interpreter. So if I'm pausing, it's. <laughs> <that's> because. <laughs> Jesus is our example. You know, we want to be like him. He even said we can do the same things he, he did and, and more. You know, Jesus is our example, and we are his disciples. Even his last command was, say, go, and go into the, all the world and make disciples, teaching them to observe all that I have taught and all that I have done. We are his, uh, his disciples. He is our example. So Jesus, as the Son of Man, when he walked the earth, before, before he left to go back to the right hand of the Father, he was fully man and fully God. So really, as, as, a, as a son of man, he, he, he operated in the things of the, of the Spirit of God the same way he's calling us to operate. Do you understand that? So if Jesus walked a certain way, then don't you think we are called to walk the same way? Now often when we look at Jesus, especially when you read the Gospels, The things that we always run after, the things we always look at, or the things we always, you know, just say, wow. It's like, for example, our brother's name, Lazarus. You know, the story of Lazarus. Lazarus! Come forth, and there he comes out. Well, not not this Lazarus, you know. But (laughs) but Lazarus, who was dead for three days, he comes out of the tomb. We go, wow, Jesus. And it is. It's amazing how Jesus walked on water. How he cleansed the lepers. How he opened the blind eyes, the deaf ear, the lame. I mean, he not only... He not only cleansed the lepers, but He restored them. That's creative. No nose, they get a nose. No eyes, they get eyes. Jesus. And we often look at Him and we go, wow. Don't you? I mean, who can compare to Him? But that was Jesus, the Son of Man. Come on. But how... Was Jesus what did Jesus do? What was his life like? What was his heart like towards the Father? What price did he pay? What did he do? I think he is our example. So I wanna I wanna show you Jesus today. All right. And we're gonna we're gonna look, he's our example. This message I preach to you today, to me, even for my own personal life, is one of the most important messages. It's like I put my life up against it like a plumb line. And I say, Lord, how do I match up to you? Am I, am I, am I, I mean, Jesus is so amazing. He's so full of love. But my goodness, he challenges me. He brings conviction to me. I go, Lord, I must, I must walk like you walk. I must, I must, I must seek to be like you. Often we look at famous preachers and we go, oh, I just want to be like that one. Come on. Come on. Who cares about the famous preacher? Look to Jesus. On, he is your standard. Yes. He is your your example. There is no one like him. Right. On. So let's go to Luke chapter 3, verse 21. We see Jesus' life here. Yeah? He's now t- he's now. T- 30 years old. And when all the people were baptized. Now we know what is baptism. We understand it in our concept. Baptism in water is you, you go into the water. It's like a death and a burial. You go in your old life and you, you, you bury it. You say no more. I die to my old life. I'm resurrected to a new life. But when Jesus here was baptized in water... It it was more really, if you look at it, it was like a prayer that Jesus prayed, not my will, but your will, O God, not my will, but your will, Father. You see, so he got baptized, and it came to pass, or pass, sorry, that Jesus also was baptized. And while he prayed, you see, this this that Jesus did, it wasn't just a, 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 a random act. He prayed. It was between him and his father, his heavenly father. It was be- between him and his father, and he prayed, and he was baptized. And it says there that as he was baptized and as he prayed, I mean, I, I would love to know. I'm, I, I'm so sad they never wrote down what he said. Because... At his baptism and and, and as he prayed, it says that the heavens were opened. In other words, whatever Jesus did there, the thing that he did there, his heart, really, his consecration. Everybody say consecration. His consecration, his giving over of his life to, to, to the Father. His will, to the will of the Father, caused heaven to respond. Caused the Father to go, wait a minute. It says the heavens opened. Tell somebody, the heavens opened. opened. And the Holy Spirit descended like a dove. It didn't come as a dove, like a dove. You can imagine how a dove flies and, and comes and settles. It says the Holy Spirit descended and settled on the life of Jesus. Come on. To settled on the life of Jesus. And a voice came from heaven and said, You are oh my beloved son. In you I am well pleased. So think about it. Jesus' consecration, Jesus' heart. He surrendered to the Father, caused the heavens to open, caused God to respond and to say my beloved son see that tells us that it wasn't just a thing of oh I must surrender No, love was involved my beloved son in who I'm well pleased now I want to ask you a question does your <coughs> consecration to God does your surrender to him your life You're giving over of your life to God. Does it get the same response from God? You see, because that's what you have to ask yourself. Does my surrender cause God to respond and to say, "Wow, my beloved son, my beloved daughter, does the Holy Spirit respond? Because you see, true consecration, true surrender will cause God to, to, to respond in that way. So it's it's it makes you think. Sometimes we say, oh Lord, I give you my life. But heaven doesn't respond. True surrender, true consecration always causes God to respond. Today might be the most important message you hear. You see, if Jesus did it, then I must do it. If Jesus did it, then you must. This is the way of life. Amen. I surrender myself. I wonder what Jesus said, but you know, that baptism, that water baptism, I die to myself. I am resurrected to your will. He prayed. The heavens were open. The Holy Spirit descended upon him. A voice comes out of heaven and says, This is my beloved son. I tell you what, I just see love in it. I just see Jesus saying, My my Father, my Father, I love you so much. I give everything to you. My life is yours. My will is yours. My emotions are yours. Everything is yours. I don't want nothing to belong to me. I want it all to belong to you. Come on. Have you? This is the way of life. Tell somebody this is the way of life. life. (laughs) If you have your Bibles, turn to Luke chapter 4, verse 1. It continues. Then Jesus. Being filled with the Holy Spirit. Tell somebody he was be, he was full of the Holy Spirit. Returned from the Jordan. Wow. So as a result of what he did there, he was now full of the Holy Ghost. He returned from that place, the River Jordan, that place of consecration, full of the Holy Spirit. See, we often say, "Oh Lord, come and fill me, come and fill me," and we like we think our tears, but The most, the the key to being truly, truly full and filled with the Holy Spirit is consecration and surrender. I'm telling you, consecration equals power. Some of you are praying, 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 doing, doing, doing. But there's no consecration. So it's all just lip service. Surrender. Consecration is the secret. It's the secret. So Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit. Wow. As a result of that surrender in his life, the result of that consecration, the Holy Ghost comes on him and he's he's full of the Holy Spirit. And he comes from that place, the River Jordan. And was led by the Spirit of God. Into the wilderness. Somebody say, the Holy, led Jesus into the, wilderness. the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness. Wow. You mean not not to Starbucks, to Capuch- to to the, yeah, not to the place of comfort and most people would say the wilderness, the desert. That's not the place of blessing, Vincent. Often it is our comfort and our ease. Often it is that place that the Lord loses our hearts. Because we we run away, we lose the surrender, we lose the commitment. That's why we must never allow blessing, we must never allow the good things in life. To steal our affection and our commitment to God. It happened to the children of Israel. Do you think it can't happen to you? Full of the Holy Spirit. Led by the Spirit of God. And the Holy Spirit leads him into the wilderness. Now, what is the wilderness? The wilderness is a place. There's not much water. It's dry. It's not comfortable. It's it's not nice. Everything about it speaks of that's not a good place to go. Leads him into the wilderness to be tempted. Wow. To To be what, Lord? To be tempted for 40 days by the devil yeah you now you might say to yourself why 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 that makes no sense why would after jesus's consecration well done this is my beloved son in whom i'm well pleased the heavens open, the Spirit of God coming like a dove. Why would that same Holy Spirit, that same Father in heaven, lead Jesus after that commitment into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil? You see, if you if you don't understand this, you're going to miss much in your life. Forty means a period of testing. We see the children of Israel for 40 years. They wandered around in the desert. But the truth is, they did not pass a test. They all fell. They all died in the wilderness. Only two went in. That was part of their generation. Come on. But Jesus for 40, 40 days another thing is, he, he ate nothing. Look at this. He ate nothing. So he was fasting. He, he, I mean, everything about this wilderness thing s- speaks of no comfort. I mean, it, it tells you that your flesh, that side of you that just wants to say it's all about me, 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 I, 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 myself, 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 goes, oh, I don't want to be there. But do you understand that is the side of you that is getting you into trouble constantly. That is the side of you that is giving the devil a foothold in your life constantly. Some people, you know, sometimes we come to church and we sing the song, I, I worship you, Lord Jesus. But some, you see it, they might as well come and sing, I worship me. only reason they're there what will god do for my life what will god do lord promote me come on really the only one you should seek to make famous is the lord jesus christ you humble yourself let him exalt you in due time don't, don't exalt yourself. Don't yeah. promote yourself. Come on, get over that. That is old news. That is old stuff. That's the old way. Don't promote yourself. That is the world's way. You can go into all kinds of promotion and make something happen, but God is not behind it. Rather humble yourself. Become, become low that he might be high. The lower you go, the higher he goes. The less of you, the more of him. Come on. Are there any believers here today? Yes. So the Spirit of God leads him for, into a time of testing. Into the wilderness. To be tempted by the devil. In those days, he ate nothing. And afterwards, when they had ended, he was very hungry. I hope some of you are fasting today. I mean, if you really want to come tonight and get free, I hope you just push that plate of food away and you say, Jesus, you know what? I want you more than this plate of food. I want you more than what gives me comfort. Come on. And the devil said to him in verse 3, if you are the Son of God. Isn't that wonderful? What a wonderful thing. If, if you are the Son of God, command the stone to become bread. Was Jesus hungry? Yeah. See, this is all. And, and he, he gets tempted. This is a temptation. Can you imagine? A temptation. If you are the Son of God, command this bread to be turned into stone. See, there is something in us. The it's. It, we, I like to call it self-preservation. Pr- yeah. It's all about me. What do I get? Am I comfortable? Bread. You know, if you break it down and everything goes bad, it really comes down to bread. I need to eat to live. I need to eat to 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 live. You know, the Bible calls us the lust of the flesh. There's cravings in us. There's things we want. There's things that it's in us. We I want. I must have. Come on, just turn, turn the stone into bread. Why was Jesus tempted? I'm going to tell you now why. I mentioned it the other day. How can you have authority? How can you expect to have authority and power over things that you yourself are not free of yet? Come on. Why was Jesus led into the wilderness to be tempted? Because he needed to, he needed, he because through his, his victory in temptation, he walked out of the wilderness full of power and authority. And later on, it would say he even says the devil had no place in me, no place in me. See, some of you in your self-preservation, in the things of what we call the lusts of the flesh, the things that your that your 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 natural, your carnal mind that craves, but it's contrary to God. Come on, just turn the stone into bread. And Jesus answered him and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, <laughs> but by every word of God. What are you living for? Are you living for the natural enjoyment, or are you living for the will of God? Are you living by the every word that proceeds from the mouth of God? Now, I told you, Jesus challenges me Jesus brings conviction but great joy to my life when I look at this I go oh Lord where must I bow my knee Holy Spirit I need you I want you I must I must be fully surrendered sometimes I don't know sometimes it's difficult sometimes I say to myself Lord I am too weak but I know by the power of the Holy Spirit I can do it But it's interesting, Jesus here, he doesn't say, devil, I bind you. There is a time for binding. There is a time for loosing. But this, what we're talking about here, the victory that you find in your life, the key to consecration is, it is written. It is written. You see, because when he said, it is written, two things were taking place. Number one, he went right back to his original consecration. He said, I am fully devoted to the will of my Father. So devil, I submit myself to what God says. It is written. See, but, but let me tell you something. You can't truly say it is written, if you are not fully devoted, if you are not fully given. It is written. The will, His will, my father's will is my will. It's written. Man shall not live by bread alone. It's not about food. It's not about the natural cravings. What, what, what does? craves for come on you need to make that you need to take that out of being the number one spot in your life cravings the cravings of our life the things we crave the things that self craves come on man shall not live by bread alone but by every word Jesus said, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit, and they are life. Come on. I'm telling you the truth dear, today. If you hear what I say to you today, you can walk in victory. The devil will have no place in your life. This is really the run-up start to tonight. Amen. Yeah. But I'm telling you, live this way. Yeah. Live. Why not? Why not? You, you live for a short 70, 80 years. Maybe you make 100 because you're eating good food. But then it's done. Then eternity faces you. So why not? Why not do it right? Why not do it fully committed? Why not do it that way so one day you stand before the Lord, He looks at you and He, say, he doesn't say, oh no, who let you in? But rather He says, well done. I know you. It's so good to have you here. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Not Lord, Lord, I did all these things in your name. Sorry, I don't know you. You practice lawlessness. Are you happy you came this morning? Verse (laughs) 5. The devil then took him up on a high mountain. And showed him all the kingdoms of the world. In a moment of time. You know, it's just like that. He saw all the businesses. All the, the wonder. All the splendor. All the money. All the power. All the reputation. All the big houses and fancy cars and fancy clothes and fancy food. All the power and position moment he showed it to him wow and the devil said to him all this all this authority i will give to you (laughs) for this has been delivered to me and i give it to you to whomever i wish be careful that you don't get what you're asked asking for because you're looking for the wrong thing You get it, it steals your heart, and you turn around and you say, thank you, Lord. But the Lord is not there. Because when you saw those things, you said, I want it. Come on. Therefore, if you will worship me, it will be yours. Wow. be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you worship. Do you worship success? Do you worship reputation? Do you love the kingdoms of this world? Don't confuse the blessing of God. God will bless you when none of that means anything to you. When you are free of it. That's the key, you see. When, when you look at that and you say, you know what, it means nothing to me. If I have it or not, it means nothing. Who cares? My, the, the most important thing is I have the Lord. Because when you, when you don't want it is when He gives it to you. When it, doesn't, when it doesn't have you, God says, sure, have it. But don't, don't fail this test. Oh, I just want people to notice. Oh, I just want to have reputation. Oh, I just want people to see, oh, how important I am. And how p- I want to have influence and power. I want, I want to be important. Just, wor- just, worship, just worship me, the devil said. Just worship me. You know, when you worship something, it's because that is what you want to be. You wor- what you worship is what you become. It's the thing you focus on. On, yes. Come on, believer. Come on. You know what? I told the Lord I said those things I want to become and you can ask my wife. She will she will she'll will say yes. Those things I've said to the Lord. I don't care about it. I don't care about that. Who cares? Who cares about the kingdoms of this world? Who cares about reputation? Who cares about being being popular? I want to hear the Lord say to me, well done. This is my good and faithful servant, my beloved son. That is more valuable than all those things. It's more valuable. That's the true treasure. The devil said, just worship me. In other words, say, just, just, just say in your heart, I want that more than anything else in the world. Did Jesus say to him? Jesus answered him and said, It is written, Get behind me, Satan. For it is written, You shall worship. (laughs) You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you worship. What kingdom do you want more? Do you want the kingdom of God or do you want the kingdom of this world? What Passion, what desire, what, what, what do you crave for more? Do you want God, do you want His kingdom, or do you want the things that this world has to give? That's the great question. What are you worshiping? And, I'm t- and the sad thing is, some of us, we haven't passed this test. Because we look at those things and we go, oh, yes, I want it. And it's like hooks in your heart. And it's motivating you, and it's pulling you, and you don't even know it. Be free. Be free. Tell somebody, be free. Jesus will set you free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I tell you, narrow is the way that leads to life. Broad is the road that leads to destruction. No, you don't even have to do anything. You just have to go. And you'll go down that broad road. But narrow the way to life. It's not easy. But oh my goodness. It's worth it. It's worth it. Then he brought him. Now this next one is very interesting. Now that, that that other one is what we call the lust of the eyes. The one with the kingdoms of this world. Because you look. And you crave it. And you want it. You look at the famous people. You look at the successful people and you go, oh, I want that. Come on, get over it. Okay. Verse 9 says, Then he brought him, in, brought him to Jerusalem and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you to keep you. And in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Wow. So, you know, it's interesting. The devil quotes scripture. Very religious, this one. (laughs) It takes him to the top of the pinnacle of the temple. So this, (laughs) this is very religious. Oh, Lord, just use me so that everybody will, be, will notice. <laughs> the truth is, some people want God to use them so that they can launch their ministry, so that they can, they can promote themselves and say, look what the Lord has done. And they, they write, you know, they, they become famous. They, 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 they want God to touch them and to use them so that they can use God to promote themselves and have their, their ministry. Oh, that they might see how I prophesy. Come on, am I messing with you yet? Oh, that they might see how I pray and something happens. Oh, my God, how important you are. He quote scripture. Oh, just... Throw yourself down. Surely it says that the angels will be there to catch you. To, in other words, how? It's all about your place, who you are, who you are, and how God. Everybody must see how important I am, or how anointed I am, or how called I am. Amen. Amen. <laughs> but you know, none of that means anything before the Lord. The more He does the less you want to be. He says, we have the treasure in earthen vessels, but the power is not of us. It is of Him. So whatever happens, it never belongs to us. Even this week, it doesn't belong to me. It has nothing to do with me. Every healing, everything that God did... I don't even remotely even connect myself to it as even see it remotely belonging to me. It's not mine. It is his. The more he does, the more I want to bow my knee and I want to say, Jesus, you are everything. I just surrender my life to you. Come on. You've got to have that. Don't get so self-important. Don't fall into the trap. And say, Lord, use me so that I can promote myself so that, come on, come on, really? Jesus is the only one that needs to be made famous in your life. It is true. They say when neither criticism nor praise affects you, then you are in a good place. And I tell you, this is is one that always comes knocking at the door. Hey, knock, knock. Take the praise. Knock, knock, knock. Hey, did, did they notice you? <laughs> yeah. Turn to your name. Did you notice me today? <laughs> 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 Jesus said... He said, the greatest amongst you is the least. The one that is the greatest is the one that is the servant of all. That's what Jesus said. Oh, but I want everybody to serve me. No, listen here. I say, you you love God. You love that person next. And the uh, Bible is very clear. It says, the one that's easy to love, what is that? It's the one that's hard to love that is really where the true victory is found. Don't have spiritual pride. Don't have spiritual pride. This is all the things that Jesus went into the wilderness with. All right, He was tempted. He overcame it. And he walked out with power. And authority. Some of you are saying, "Lord, I want power. I want authority." Well, you gotta, you gotta, you to pass through the wilderness. Yes. Stop running away, saying, "Oh, the devil's after me." No. <laughs> yeah, but you gotta understand, God, God wants you to overcome the things that are that are basically got you. Consecration is the key. Don't be so proud that you can't say I'm wrong. Who made you perfect? Learn to say I'm sorry. Man, you know what? I, I I'm wrong, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. I was wrong. I was, I was proud. Humble yourself. Come on. I'm giving you keys today. Like yesterday, I, I said some Christians are like that peacock. You know. <laughs> Wasn't that wonderful at the the, the Bible school? Yeah. My goodness, the Lord the Lord messed us up. I mean, we hardly didn't make it out here. But but. Uh, you know, the peacock comes in. It just looks like a normal bird. And then suddenly, whew, the feathers are out. And you're whoa, look at all those beautiful feathers. Don't be like that. I mean, <laughs> hallelujah. Say it. I will not I be, be like that. Be like that. Oh. Verse 12. And Jesus answered and said to him, it has been said. You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Yeah. You know, interesting, Jesus said, we don't have time for it today, but Jesus said he, he found equality with God, nothing to be grasped. In other words, he didn't seek after it. He humbled himself, became a man. Compl- he obeyed God. He was, a, he was, a, he was an, a, an obedient servant even to the point of death, death on the cross. But God then highly exalted him and gave him a name above all names, that at the name of Jesus every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. You It says, have the same attitude, the same mind that was in him. Jesus, who did not sin. Wow. And no guile was found in his mouth. No deceit. In other words... He did, you know what deceit is? Where, you, where you, you're jealous of somebody or you, you're in competition with somebody or something. And you start to do things and say things to paint them in an unfavorable way to others. Don't have deceit. Jesus said, no guile, no deceit was found in his mouth. wow, wow, I love Jesus, he's amazing, he's amazing, so if he was that way, then I have to pursue that, I have to pursue that, I will not be jealous, I will not have deceit in my mouth, I will not put others down so that I can be put forward, I will put others ahead of myself. Come on. Come on, any Christians here? Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbour and say it's time to be a good Christian. (laughs) When he was when he was threatened or persecuted or done wrong, he did not threaten in return. That's Jesus. Yeah, I love Jesus. I think it's amazing. (laughs) Verse 14. It says, then Jesus returned. Wow. So after the wilderness, after the Jordan, River Jordan, the wilderness, the temptations, it is written, it is written, it is written. He comes out of that wilderness full of power and authority. Wow. See, like I said, how can you expect to have authority in your life? If the very thing you're trying to have authority over you still has you, bless me, God. But you're still as greedy as ever. It's the truth. So you want authority in the area of finances, but you still, you still, mingy stingy. You still—it's all about me, 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 me. You want to have friends, but you're not friendly. <laughs> wow. Do unto others, Jesus says, as you would have them do unto you. Do unto others. Yeah. As you would have them do unto you. Isn't that true? Yes, it is. That's the law. That's the spiritual law. I want it, but I'm not willing to do it. I want it, but I'm not willing to be free of the thing that opposes it. Jesus did, and he came out with power and authority. Come on, somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. I want to take you to the Garden of Gethsemane. Okay? In Luke chapter 22, starting at verse 39. And coming out, he went to the Mount of Olives, as he was accustomed. So he, oft- he went there often. In fact, throughout the scriptures, you can see how Jesus often withdrew himself. And you know where he went? He went back into the wilderness to pray. <laughs> see, Isn't it interesting? Jesus goes back there often. Goes back into the wilderness often to pray. He often went up into the mountains to separate himself and to pray. You see Jesus did this often. So as was his custom and his disciples followed him. That's what we should do. We should follow him and do the yeah. same. Yeah. And when he came to the place he said to them, pray. Pray that you do not what does it say? Enter into Tempt- temptation. Pray that you do not enter into temptation. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's throw away. And he knelt down and he prayed, saying, Father. Now look what he prays. He says, Father, if it is your will, take this cup from me. What cup? He knew the crucifixion was coming. He knew the betrayal was coming. He knew it was coming. But he said, Father, if it is possible, if it is possible, if it is your will, but nevertheless. See, naturally, Jesus, it it was, I mean, who wanted to be crucified? But nevertheless, not my will. But your will be done. See, this is, this is rooted in that consecration that he did right there at the River Jordan. Nothing had changed. It had grown stronger in Jesus. Not my will. You know, not my will. Oh, God, it's too difficult. How can I do that? Oh, Lord, look how. No, not my will. But your will be done. Is that in you? We need to be praying the same thing. Yeah. We, we should be saying, no, I will live by the word of God. I will seek first his kingdom. I will humble myself in the kingdom. It is all him, not me, not by might, not by power. But by your Spirit, says the Lord, O oh Lord, that I might be yielded to you, that I would not put my faith, I would not put my trust in my might, in my power, in what I can do or others can do for me, but my trust will be fully in your, in your Holy Spirit. Amen. Not my will, he said. He said, Lord, nevertheless, your will be done in my life. In other words, even though it's not easy, but your will be done. Come on, consecration. Then an angel appeared to him from heaven and strengthened him. Isn't that wonderful? The Lord will strengthen you. He will be with you. God is always with those that are fully his. You are never alone. It doesn't matter what you go go through. My goodness, the presence of God. It doesn't matter what you go through. If you are fully his, he will be there. That's the key. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Then his sweat became great drops of blood falling down to the ground. And when he rose up from prayer and had come to his disciples, he found them sleeping. And he said to them, why do you sleep? Why do you sleep? Rise and pray lest you enter into temptation. Now in another portion of scripture in Matthew chapter 26, we won't go there. It's the same account, the same story. Jesus prayed and came back and found his disciples sleeping three times. Jesus said to Peter, before the cock crows three times. You will deny me. Three times Jesus came and said, why are you sleeping? Could you not even endure for one hour? Pray that you do not fall into temptation. But what was Jesus praying? What was Jesus praying? Lord, not my will but your will be done. See, that should be your prayer. That should be the prayer that is constantly established, worked out, fully in you. No matter what you go through, no matter what happens, no matter what happens, whether it's good or bad, it matters not. That should be established in you. Not what I want. Not what I want. What you want. Come on. How many of you life is perfect? <laughs> no one? Oh my God, nobody. <laughs> Who of you go through going through tough times? See, come on, why not do it with the Lord? Why not have the will of God, the full surrender of your life to him be found in that place? If it's if it's not easy, why not have Jesus there? Yeah. Why do it alone? Why run after the wrong things? Why not have Jesus there? It is much better. If you do this, the Lord will be with you. He will always, always, always be with you. Hallelujah. The Lord is so good. (laughs) I pray you hear this message today. if you do and you embark on this journey of consecration before the Lord it can fully change your life it can be the most important thing you do